1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
2: Hey, hey, Breaking Beauty fam. Welcome back to the show.
0: We are actually featuring a very special replay episode this week. Yes. I hope everyone's enjoying the holidays. And if you do celebrate Christmas, we want to say Merry Christmas to you. We are doing a replay of Caroline Hirons. This is our episode where we chatted about her best advice for skin aging well. And I remember we had a bit of a glitch that week, Jill, on Apple. We didn't have the glitch. Apple Podcasts had the glitch. So I'm not sure how many of you caught it. It's a episode not to be missed. So we hope that you enjoy it. And we'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Enjoy. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, hey, beauty friends. Welcome back to the show. If you are new to Breaking Beauty, we're two beauty editors turned podcasters editing down the products, people, and tips you need to know about. How are you, Jill? I'm
2: great, Carlene. You know, it's almost Gemini season, so... It's my time to thrive. And my horoscope this month is pretty much off the charts, so to speak. It's all about leveling up, and I'm vibing with that. And I keep finding money in all random spots, like in a coat pocket or in a drawer. It's so weird. And my friend, who's also a Gemini, said the same thing. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm going to buy some lotto tickets.
0: No way. By the way, can I borrow your jacket? (laughs)
2: Exactly. (laughs) So I get all of my horoscope advice from Chris Corsini on Instagram. Do you follow him?
0: No. Who's that?
2: So he does these really lively monthly tarot slash astrological sign readings. And he's just like mm-hmm. so engaging. He does sign language as he does the the readings. And I kind of like wait with bated breath every single month to see what he's going to say. He gives great readings, but it's also very lively and entertaining to watch. So I
0: love it. Oh, OK, cool. I'm like a Susan Miller follower. I have the app and everything, but I could You know, I could read two horoscopes every month. I I have that in my bandwidth. So there's magic and there's astrology and then there's science. And our guest today deals only in facts. We're delighted to welcome the one and only skincare freak, Caroline Hirons. And the topic of the hour is take it to the tits and more anti-aging skin commandments with the guru herself.
2: Yes. And I think it's fair to say we can put anti-aging with an asterisk here. We're going to explain mm-hmm. that more later in the episode. And Caroline is one of the most trusted skincare gurus out there. She's got her blog, her YouTube, her Instagram, and her diehard followers flock to her for her no, no BS mm-hmm. advice. And she's just got one of these very impressive skincare resumes. She's trained with more than a hundred brands like Biologic Recherche. She's created bespoke facials and training teams for top brands all over the world.
0: Plus she even worked in retail for three decades and she's consulted for brands in the beauty industry for over 15 years. I mean, she just, she knows what she's talking about with hands on experience, not just like book knowledge. Totally. Love that about her.
2: Absolutely. And that's actually how we first met Caroline about three years ago now. She was in town consulting with Indeed Labs and we were at the event Mm -hmm. and kind of cornered her and shoved a mic in her face. It was very loud and really just a tease because we only got to spend a few minutes. Minutes. And ever since yeah. then, we've been
0: dying to have her back. Our roving reporter days off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, now it's three years later. Fast forward, Caroline has written a Sunday Times bestseller called Skincare that dropped last year. Plus, she founded an organization called Beauty Backed in the UK to help salon and spas get back on their feet after the pandemic. So, She's, uh, she's just a rock star, Caroline.
2: Doing the most. She also curates skincare kits that are flying off the shelves, all of that. And she's a nan to an adorable little granddaughter. So cute.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're thrilled that Caroline could make the time to chat with us. In today's episode, you'll hear her top aging skin tips, including the advice she wishes she told her younger self, why she thinks 60 seconds is too long for a face cleanse, plot twist. She's also going to tell us the real reason that she's leaving YouTube. And finally, is Caroline Hirons starting her own podcast? Don't, don't, (laughs) don't.
2: And we've got you on the product recommendations. As always, we are rounding up today's episode over on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. So you can check out our blog there for any links or products that we mention. And here she is, Caroline Hirons. Today's show is brought to you in part by Fleur and B. So if you're like me, you probably went over your holiday shopping budget and are vowing to tighten up your purse strings for the next little while. And that's why I think you'll be excited to discover Fleur and B. It's a line of 100% vegan and cruelty-free skincare products that have rock bottom prices. Nothing costs more than $30. And it really does feel luxe for less. The whole range is housed in these gorgeous brown apothecary-style bottles. They just look so premium on your top shelf. And you might've heard me hype up the Fleur and Bee Rose and Shine Vegan Rose Water Toner on a previous episode. I really do love it. It only has two ingredients, rose flower oil and distilled water, and my skin just drinks it up. I'm quite picky about spray-on toners because sometimes I find inexpensive versions lack the sophisticated misting action of some of the more spendy versions, but this Florin B one is so good, and I just love it. So the whole range is free from GMOs, gluten, phthalates, parabens, and their products are sustainably produced. They're actually made using renewable wind energy, and they have recyclable packaging. And not only do they help the planet, Fleur and B, they help people too. They give back 1% of every sale to Days for Girls which provides menstrual care and education to girls in need. So really Fleur and b they're the full package. They even offer free shipping with every order. If you want to check it out, just head on over to fleurandbee.com. That's spelled F-L-E-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-E.com. To sweeten the deal, you can use our code BREAKING and get 15% off. Just head to fleurandbee.com. That's F L E U R A N D. Bee.com to place your order now. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. So, before we get into all of your expert tips, we want to talk to you a little bit about an announcement you made in an in Instagram Live. I believe it was a couple months ago now about how you're kind of stepping back a little bit from the YouTube community and just mm-hmm. wanted to hear you elaborate on why you made that decision.
3: To be honest, time, hmm. I'm time short and YouTube is time heavy. So I can go on a live and get, you know, anything upwards to like 10,000 views immediately, uh, especially if it's like a kit day. And it's very reactive. I'm good in a reactive situation. Like, you know, you could put me on the spot and just say, what's this product? And what's this? And I can just like quick fire rounds, you know? Mm -hmm. It's because you know you're shit. (laughs) Thanks. But the problem for me with YouTube is that it was, it's very time heavy. And my team and I are working on other stuff. It's also like there comes a point where you just get tired of people questioning your qualifications. And it's not that they were like, it's not that even that they were getting to me. I was just like, Do you know what, it's fine. If that's not the audience, then that's not the audience, you know. Mm. And weirdly, like I will put videos up on YouTube in the future. Of course I will. But I will probably just turn the comments off and direct people to a website where they can have a proper conversation with either me or a trained expert or they can discuss it with other people in the comment section. Honestly, I didn't really get that much of a a bad deal, as it were, in the YouTube comment section. You know, but there is you do kind of get bored of being told that you're either old or unqualified or, you know, people arguing with you because other influencers prefer something that's fragrance free or I mean pick something, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: it and for me it was my least enjoyable thing is to sit in front of a camera and film. But I love live interaction. So I mean it might be that it's better for me to just go live on YouTube all the time the way I do on Instagram. You know, I, I haven't mm-hmm. completely ruled it out. I did kind of say because they caught me off the spot and I basically I'm just honest, you know, I'm just an open book. Mm-hmm. So when they said something about YouTube and I just said, Well, do you know what? I don't even know if I'm coming back. And then it was taken as influencer, leaves, YouTube, due <laughs> to and, and I was like, that's not what I said, guys. I kind of said, Yeah, I'm not too sure at the moment. I probably won't go back there. It's, It's, you know, it's a very, well, it's very American centric, number one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a lot of work for very little return. And then there was someone in the comments who said, oh, I see. Now that you're off doing TV and have a book, you forgot about where you started on YouTube. And I'm like, excuse me, babe. They had to convince me to do YouTube like five years after I started the blog. I was the last person to do it. And I'm the first one out the door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, you're like the queen of skincare education. You've been trained in so many brands, Caroline. And what's next for you to sort of relay your education? Like, why don't you have a podcast? Are you working on a skincare line? Like, what's going to be your focus next?
3: Pretty much everything that we had planned to get going last March and obviously had to shelve will start to happen this year. There are talks of a podcast, but I don't think I'll do skincare. Mm. I think it'll be more like interviewing people and sort of more about personalities and common sort of current affairs, certainly not certain topics for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I mean I might interview skincare founders, but there's I can think of nothing more boring than me for me sitting there asking someone about their formula. Yeah. Like people would be like, nah, just tell us if we need it, because that's what people want from me. They don't want the yeah. You know, so I might do the ins and outs if there's an interesting story, but I'd like to do something, for example, where if I had a podcast, I would like to be a trusted voice so that if something had happened, like happened with Sunday, I could call her and go, why don't you come on the podcast? Yeah, for you sure. Know, like that, that kind of thing, like an instant reaction, that kind
2: yeah. of thing. A reaction podcast instead of, kind of. TikTok videos or like a, mm. the news of the day. There's never shortage of news. That's for sure. I
3: tried TikTok. My daughter tried and I was like, babe. I love you. You have <laughs> millions of followers and likes. You crack on with it. You carry the flame, my darling. There is a reason you are 19 and built like a model. Your mother yeah. is tired and it's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's amazing. What about the skincare?
2: What about the skincare line? We have to ask you that question.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, there's lots of stuff coming. So, okay. we are actively. We're building something with skin rocks that I think will be will be much more of a legacy than just like my blog, you know. I would mm-hmm. hope. That's Epic. that's the aim. That's the aim anyway. And it's all found, it's all sort of founded on education and science.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love to see it. I'm picturing camo. It won't have the word clean anywhere on the packaging. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. Oh, no. It, it,
3: <laughs> only if it says like to clean your packaging, you might. Yeah. It yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. It won't see exactly. Clean. You won't see toxic. You won't see free from.
0: Yeah. No. Got Don't it. Even get me full, started. Of, full of this, full of that.
3: Okay. Pretty much. All right. Much.
0: Let's get into it. So aging, how to age well when it comes to your skin. So long before you reach 40, there are things you can do to hold on to your youthful skin longer. We talk about SPF all the time. We know that one already. So beyond that, what are three things you might tell, let's say a 20 something to start practicing in their skincare routine, toot sweet, to keep (laughs) their skin looking youthful longer?
3: Well, you know, it depends. It depends on this on the person on the skin type on the skin mm. tone on the skin color but you know certainly number one would be too much sun you know if i could tell my younger self anything it would be get out of the sun like you can sit in it but get under an umbrella like you don't need to burn or you don't need to go like borderline where you're like like that red brown red where you're kind of mm-hmm. going brown but you're actually quite red mm-hmm. I'm, I'm repairing damage now from years ago i mean years ago yeah. and i was raised in mississippi so Oh, we didn't know. Parents, My parents didn't use SPF in Mississippi. You just played out, you know. Mm-hmm. The sun is like to be massively respected. Get your vitamin D, but don't be a burke, you know. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're wearing SPF. Don't go out the height and, and just don't try it. When people say, so what's the safest way to get a tan? I'm like, out of a bottle. There is no such yeah. thing as a, <laughs> as a safe tan. And that was something I wish I would learned years ago, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I would also say stop. Oh my God, for the love of sanity, please stop obsessing about the percentage of things in formulas. Mm. Like, and that's Brandon's fault. You know, I, I said it to him when he was still with us, bless him. You know, well, dude, what are you doing? You're confusing people. No, I'm making it democratic. I'm like, no, you're not. Everyone's confused. And they're all buying shit loads of products they don't need. And they're making like cocktails at home and blending powder, like <laughs> stop. And he just thought it was funny. You know, he was just like, ah, oh. I'm like, no, dude, you're making work for the rest of us. So, so when <laughs> I do a live... Yeah, if, if I, you know, I think it took, as well as being democratic, it also took a lot of the trust away. Mm-hmm. And so when I do a live, if I'm doing particularly a vitamin C or a retinoid, they will, there will always be immediate comments saying, what's the percentage? And I've started saying, I'm sorry, you're a cosmetic scientist? What difference does it make? If I'm telling you this formula <laughs> is fantastic, like if I'm telling you this formula is fantastic, you can trust me or not. I'm not saying you have to trust me, mm-hmm. but if you're watching me, you probably do. You know, if you want to compare strengths, I can probably do that from like the inky and maybe I have insider information on the brand. I don't know. But I, I'm so sick of the question, what's the percentage? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. why do you care? No <laughs> one. It's so true. First <laughs> of all, no one needs to be using a 35% vitamin C on their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, first of mm-hmm. all, you just don't. There's a reason the EU said to allies of skin, I don't think so, mate. You need to bring something milder in. And they were like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. sorry, we'll do a 20. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, I think it just that distrust of the industry. So I would go easy on the actives. You Mm -hmm. know, I I kind of and I recognize that my own part in that, in that when I would do like and weirdly, it's what made my Instagram boom in the first place. When I would do my routine pictures, you know, here's today's routine. And it would be like a cleanser, an acid, maybe a mist, an eye cream, a serum, a moisturizer, whatever. And then people would say, "Okay, I I need this and this. Well, you might not need what I need. And then right. what happened, a couple of things happened. People would start to buy whatever I was using, which was never totally. the goal. Mm-hmm. And brands would start to, even if I said, I am testing this, brands would take it and run with it and do Instagram ads with it like without asking. So it, mm. like, it, it was like I'd fully endorse them. So I peeled back that first. I started testing more in private. You know, I'd say I'm testing something and they'd be like, is it yours? I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm testing something of a brand. But if I say I'm <laughs> testing it, if I say I'm testing it, you see it as an endorsement. And I'm not sure I want to tell you to, to try this yet. You know, to buy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, but when I do, I go for it hard. You know, like the the Garnier SPFs. They were fantastic. They were offered offer for three quid. We sold them out worldwide in seconds. Yep. I was like, guys, it's three, three quid. Get on
2: it. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed we don't have it here. And same with Ultraviolet. Pissed. We need oh, it's to such get, a great get
3: on brand. that. So, yeah. so good. But yeah, sun, being obsessive over formulas, using too many actives, mm-hmm. things like that, and then not having a proper routine. That's probably mm-hmm. the easiest advice because when you've got a proper routine and you know your skin inside out, if you have a reaction to something, you know what you're reacting to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This
0: episode is brought to you in part by Ana Luisa. Merry almost Christmas, everyone. I hope you get what you really want for the holidays, but if you don't, you know you can always buy it for yourself, right? I had a holiday wish come true this year because I finally got those Ana Luisa earrings I had told you guys about in a previous episode. They're called the Dobby. They're 14-carat-plated drop hoop earrings with little green jabstones that look like jade. These ones are called Green Aventurine. I already had the matching necklace. That one's called the Mish. You can look it up online. I love it so much. I literally wear it every damn day. So now I finally have the matching earrings. I just wore the set to my husband's birthday at a rooftop cocktail lounge at a fancy hotel. And I loved it because it kind of instantly dressed up like the bodysuit I was wearing under jeans with some block heels And, you know, I'm lazy slash busy, so I love a holiday uniform, but I like to look special too, right? That's why accessories are everything. And with Ana Luisa, new jewelry collections are released every Friday, so there's always something to get excited about. I absolutely recommend checking out Ana Luisa at shop.analuisa.com slash breaking. That's shop.analuisa.com slash breaking. I'll link to my personal sharing link so you can support our show while you shop. I love them. Their pieces start at $39. Now at 10% off and last chance items with up to 60% off, shop.analuisa.com slash breaking. That's right. They're having a huge, huge, end of your sale. So, 10% off and last chance items up to 60% off. That's shop.analuisa.com/breaking and I'm going to link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Don't forget to use my personal link to support our show while you shop to get that 10% off plus 60% off last chance items. And now back to the show.
2: Speaking of routines, we saw this on your Twitter feed and had to sort of clarify. So you wrote, and I believe this is the quote, 60 seconds is too long to rub dirt around your face. So were you referring to the 60 second cleansing rule? What was the meaning behind that?
3: It was the 60 second cleansing rule because okay. there are, there's the two, the two sort of people who sort of started it. One's in the UK and one's in the USA. In the USA, it's Nye, who's LA beautyologist, mm-hmm. who I love and have massive respect for. And then in Been the on UK, yeah. And she's fantastic uh talk about carrying the torch with the younger generation you know like I'll be in my wheelchair (laughs) I'll be I'll be in my wheelchair knitting in the corner and she's taking on the world you know so I have all the time in the world for it and then there's Sam Bunting does it here as well and obviously Sam Bunting Mm -hmm. I love you know Mm -hmm. she's a brilliant she's a brilliant aesthetic derm but (laughs) here's my but giving that one that one rule to everyone Is actually, and interestingly, when you watch certain people do it, you can see them going redder and redder and redder and redder. So, because I come from the treatment room, whoever comes in, even if they say I'm not wearing any makeup, you get a double cleanse. You know, no one cleanses you once and then carries on. If you come in for a facial or any kind of treatment or laser or, I mean, anything, you will get two cleanses. One is to take anything that's on the surface that can be grabbed by something that's oil based really quickly off your face. And the second one is to clean your skin. So, washing if you're wearing a face full of makeup to my mind in my humble opinion it is rubbing it around your face for 60 seconds is actually a long time so I do a quick first cleanse to get off surface whether it's eye makeup you know to sort of loosen everything take that off with a face cloth. this is me and then I do a second cleanse but even my second cleanse is not 60 seconds it's too long Okay. Most skins don't need it. Most skins don't need it. So I say it with massive respect. And I think the good thing it's done is that it's got people who did use wipes and would be really quick to see the benefit of washing your face properly. I prefer to split a minute into two cleanses.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is music to Carlene ears because she's quote unquote lazy slash busy. So you've yep. just cut her cleansing routine in trademark.
0: half. Great. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> By 60 seconds, we're back to the six second rule. <laughs> Moving on. I wouldn't do six <laughs> seconds, Because
3: <Carly laughs> okay. I would I'd still be having
0: strong words with you about
3: that. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. Fair, fair. So we talked earlier about, you know, how important it is to wear SPF for every day. Protect yourself from the UV rays. Let's talk about blue light damage. We see this all the time you know, in in the media and on product labels these days, you know, Jill and I don't worry too much about blue light, but you are the true expert. What is your take? Do people need to be concerned about blue light damage? No. Okay.
3: (laughs) So it's just, you know, the big light in the sky is the one that gives you Mm -hmm. way more issues than anything you can get off your computer. So the good thing that the silly marketing towards blue light has done has made people would not normally wear SPF wear it because they do spend so much time in front of a screen so actually it's had a good effect mm. but do you need specific uh, attention to be paid to blue light no and I sort of when I went to uh Yale name drop to see their <laughs> derm team with DCL about three three four years ago we were talking to their experts and it was just coming out about blue light and they all unanimously said People need to worry about the sun. Yeah. Blue light is a distraction. You need to worry about the sun. Yeah, And it's something else that marketing teams will sell you. Yeah, And so, you know, they'll say, oh, it affects your collagen and it depletes this, that, and the other. No, babe, that's the sun. <laughs> so blame your iPad all you want. Blame your yeah. iPad all <laughs> you want, you know? Just not at
2: the beach. Speaking of marketing terms, and a term that we've seen pop up on a lot of packaging of late is inflammaging. So it's like aging and inflammation brought into one wonderful word by beauty creatives. Um, so is this a thing in your mind? And if it is, do acids or acid toners have anything to do with speeding up inflammation? Uh,
3: you mean like getting rid of it or making it worse?
2: Just irritating the skin, you know, disrupting the barriers so you would be more inflamed.
3: I mean, the thing is, though, about real inflammation is that it comes from internal aspects for most people. It's stress and what you eat. You know, stress shows itself in your skin. You know, if you're not well, you can tell on your skin. You know, if you go to bed and you think oh, I don't feel well, you wake up the next day and you look like you're ill, right? That's just your body saying you're not too well, Sheila. You might want to take a break. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, certainly, certainly, inflammation is is key. But I think that is uh, that's sort of like a a misnomer in trying to say that acids and maybe retinols and things like that are challenging the skin too much and causing the inflammation. Mm. I'm not, I'm not on board with that. I mean, obviously you can do too much. You can have too many actives. You can use too many actives in the same routine when you don't need them. But in terms of aging, yes, inflammation is bad, but it's Mm. not generally something that happens to you because you're using skincare. Yeah. It's because your system is set that way. You might be more prone to redness and rosacea because of your genes. It might be to do with your job. It might be to do with your husband. It might be to do with you having a a diet that just, you know, maybe you've got a problem with histamine. Maybe that's what makes you bright red and, and things like that. But it's worth exploring lots of things.
0: Yeah, the box of wine. Maybe.
3: But you know, if you've got if you've got a really inflamed skin, <laughs> yeah, you would automatically stay away from actives, wouldn't you? I would assume you would say, oh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. use any acids or retinols or vitamin C. I'm just going to give my skin a break for a few days and see how I feel.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think you're seeing sort of the 2.0 of the inflammaging. I think it was like 15 years ago where we saw Dr. Pericone came on the scene and instantly in my mind, I just picture a piece of salmon and a piece of salmon. salmon. Like (laughs) his whole thing was about the inside out and you're not going to need a lot of makeup. It's the no, he had that no makeup makeup serum or whatever it was called, the no no foundation foundation. Yeah, And uh, that was the whole idea. It was like eat well and then these products will help your skin look. It's very best on top of it all.
3: Yeah, for sure. And for me, Pericone is like the epitome of where the industry has kind of gone wrong. And this isn't about him. This is defending him. You know, if you think about his messaging, he's got to be one of the first real components of real clean beauty, Mm -hmm. i.e. eat well, take care of yourself. Him and Dr. Murad, eat well, take care of yourself, drink water, don't drink too much alcohol, don't have too much sugar. That to me is much more of a better message of clean, in italics, of clean beauty than where we are now. And the irony is they both use a load of actives in their product. They're mostly made in a lab. So the clean industry would just completely poo-poo them as toxic. Ha ha! Jokes on you, suckers.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you in part by HelloFresh. Hi, everyone. Let's talk about meal planning in the year 2022. And what is that going to look like? I don't know about you, but I don't really have time to be messing around. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. That means you're getting just what you need. There's no food waste and no money waste. I mean, these are New Year's goals, am I right? I'm a big foodie, so I love that I'm getting restaurant-quality meals for less in the comfort of my own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than an average restaurant meal. That's according to Zagat's dining survey. And I personally love the week before choosing my meal menu. It really is like I'm in a restaurant. I'm just going to be making it myself, but that's like a really joyous moment for me. And even though I do consider myself a foodie, I'm not a great cook. I need a recipe to follow. So I love that the recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with steps and pictures to guide me along the way. It's pretty much foolproof. So give yourself the gift of not having to go to the grocery store in 2022 with HelloFresh. And there's more. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Beauty14 and use the code Beauty14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. You're welcome. We'll link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Beauty14 and use code Beauty14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. And now back to today's show. So we talked a little bit about how, you know, you can start off with like a a basic routine in your, in your twenties, or you should have a basic routine. So how might that evolve as you get older? Like what would you recommend somebody who's going from their thirties to the forties? Obviously it is unique to people dependent on your skin type and your tone and your pigment and all of that. But are there any general rules of thumb that you could lend?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, and I, the section part, the sort of age section part of the book has been really popular because people mm. can kind of go in and go, okay, I'm 32. What do I need? Yeah. Rather than, you know, I'm 20 ish. Cause we always put into sort of small demographics, aren't we? You know, it's like 20 and above, 40 and above, 50 and above. And then it ends as if you're 60 you're dead. Sorry. Yeah, I've literally. written this article many times, <laughs> literally for magazines. I think when you're younger, just stick with a, a nice cleanser and moisturiser SPF. Yeah, good you're done Mm -hmm. you know and if people don't want to even have that much bother and they just wash their face well and they want to use a spf instead of a moisturizer or a moisturizing spf knock Mm -hmm. yourself out you know enjoy the freedom of being young (laughs) i think if you are working and you're in out of a sort of dirty atmosphere in terms of like city life and stuff it's definitely worth maybe throwing in some kind of an antioxidant Mm -hmm. whether that's vitamin c or another variant you know and then i think in your 30s to 40s it's probably worth exploring retinoids Mm -hmm for sure. It's just, my thing is don't use them all at the same time. Yeah, Like you don't have to do, like when I, that's why when we do the kits, I try to do the educational part. I try and hammer it home. We do a booklet that comes in the kit. We do a PDF that you can download. And then I do the live how-tos just to make sure people get the message that, look, what I'm selling you is a kit. (laughs) I'm not saying you need to do step one, two, three, four, five, six every day. That's not Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I'm saying, if you have this concern on this day, use this. If you have this skin, you might want to give this one to your mum or your younger sister, whatever, you know. Interestingly, I think there's, I've kind of changed the way I feel now that I am menopausal, not perimenopausal, menopausal, like the shop has mm-hmm. closed. <laughs> 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 I've noticed a massive change in my skin since mm-hmm. my estrogen levels just went out the door mm-hmm. that I'm only just properly getting to grips with, I would say, about a year later.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's kind of affected how I talk to menopausal women about their skin for sure, because there is only so much that your skin can take in terms of actives when you have no collagen in your system, you know, mm. or, or low levels, obviously. So yeah, it's more about nourishment and barrier repair, which we didn't talk about barrier repair even five years ago. We weren't talking about it.
2: Definitely not. Yeah? So do you think you get what you pay for when it comes to like luxury anti-aging creams? No. Mm. Okay. Is there one that you think is worth the money?
3: I mean, honestly, no, because I think we've kind of learned that really, if you want something anti aging, you need to put your money in your serum. That's certainly what mm-hmm. I preach. Put your money mm-hmm. in the serum, and then you just need a nice hydrating moisturizer. And depending on your age, like ceramide heavy, glycerin heavy, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I am forever telling people not to credit card their skincare. Credit card a derm credit card, a laser treatment, credit card, something that is going to change your skin
1: Mm -hmm.
3: or change the structure of your skin, but don't credit card a cream. That's
2: been sort of like interesting to explore because, you know, a lot of celebs have come out with their own skincare lines, right? Or you see Gwyneth Paltrow and it's like, yeah, they look that way guys, but it's not because they're just using a one, one $500 cream that might help with the maintenance, but they're doing a lot behind the scenes that, We don't see,
0: well, somebody else is doing it on
3: their face. Yeah. That's where they're putting their money. You know, and my thing is, if you are going to make a skincare range, at least be honest about what you have had done, you know? Mm -hmm. So Jennifer Lopez is one day older than me. I am very aware that we look very different. I do not go to the gym. I do not work out in that way, but that is not skin. It is genetically impossible And scientifically impossible to have skin like that at our age, no matter how well you take care of yourself or how much of your mum or nan's olive oil, whatever it is that you claim to use, there is a needle involved. There is radio frequency involved. There is probably fractional involved. There is certainly a derms office involved. So stop making women feel inadequate and the men, but mainly, you know, stop Mm -hmm. making women feel inadequate and stop making them think that they can have skin like J-Lo if they buy your product. It mm-hmm. infuriates me. If she said, look, guys, I have Botox and filler, but this cream is amazing for the surface of your skin. It might help with pigmentation, but fine, sold. Mm-hmm. But to say to say that the patented ingredient comes from olive oil and you're inspired by your mother and your grandmother, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, can we have a new story, yeah. please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone put on Twitter the other day, a beauty journalist in the UK and I retweeted, I said, oh my God, that tweet of the year. She said, am I the only woman in beauty whose grandmother didn't make potions at the kitchen sink. Mine, <laughs> mine smoked and drank gin. <laughs> like
1: so did mine. <laughs> uh,
2: so true. What about a drugstore serum that knocks your socks off that you think has all great actives, great formulation?
3: Yeah, I quite like Vichy serums, you know, mm-hmm. the Vichy Aqualia, that kind of thing. I'm not sure if you can get them there. I'm pretty sure you can get Vichy yeah, there. Can't, you can. Yeah, I quite like uh, the Vichy serums. I like things like La Roche-Posay do the Tellurian range, which you should have, because it doesn't have a lot of actives yes, in do. it, but that's that's really nice if your face is on fire. So whether you're mm-hmm. menopausal, you've overdone the actives, the Tellurian range is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's it really in terms of, I'm trying to think yeah. if there's anything I've missed out of, but I feel like it's been so long I, since mm-hmm. I was in a foreign pharmacy. Fair. Mm-hmm you know?
0: And let's talk about another form of aging, hyperpigmentation. So dark spots that kind of expand over time. Do you have like a holy grail treatment plan for anyone experiencing hyperpigmentation that works?
3: Well, yeah, super strong SPF, nothing Mm -hmm. under a 50. I don't wear under a 50 now. Mm -hmm. Whereas even 10 years ago, I'd say things like, oh, I'm going to get it for my foundation. You know, education is a good thing. And of course, what happened in that timeframe was all the sun damage I'd done in my youth started coming back to me when I turned perimenopausal. And then I was like, oh my God, I've got to get a grip on this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think really SPF and it depends on what you want to have done. I think IPL still works. It's what I have. I'm still having IPL to get rid of sort of old sort of, actually for me, it's more, again, from being perimenopausal, getting spots that sort of don't come to a head. They're just angry and red. And then they... Mm -hmm. They just sit on your face and just stay around and leave a scarf you. and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. And by <laughs> spots, you mean zits, yeah? yeah? Yeah, 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 zits. And then you're left with like scarring, so that kind of thing. Yeah, IPL, nice bit of laser, help you get rid of those. Mm-hmm. And then if, if it's really bad, you should, you know, go and see a derm and look at. It. it depends. If you've got like acne scarring and things like that, you can do things like subcision, but that's really, really sort of proper, hardcore doctor treatments. It depends on, you know, a lot of people, fortunately don't have that concern. But in terms of pigmentation, yeah, SPF, IPL, Mm -hmm. kind of the gold standards, but are the gold standards for a reason. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a reason that people have been doing IPL for years. It works. Mm -hmm.
2: What about for people or your former, you know, clients that are women of color? And I know they struggle a lot with hyperpigmentation, especially as they age, and they are not necessarily candidates for IPL. Or are there certain ingredients they can avoid? I know we had a question about that from one of our listeners.
3: I mean, they can have a YAG laser, or any okay. egg, but they can have a YAG laser and it depends. Like, I have a very good friend of mine called Deja who founded the Black Skin Directory in the UK and mm-hmm. is a woman of colour and has, you know, very dark skin. Mm-hmm. And she specialises in treating darker skins. You know, I think anyone who's vaguely famous in the UK and mm-hmm. brown, black, as she would describe them, not me, will go to see mm-hmm. her because it's her speciality. But she... She's funny because she doesn't have the same uh, hesitation that maybe a white facialist would have on treating a darker skin because she it's her face and she knows how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And she'd be the first to agree. We've spoken about it in videos. You know, she will happily use a high percentage of glycolic on someone mm-hmm. with dark skin, whereas the general rule is, oh, don't use glycolic on a dark skin. And actually, you just realise it's all marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's done carefully and by people who are trained and qualified, then you're fine. But there is certainly an education issue uh, worldwide. And in terms of testing and clinical trials and things like that, on testing things on darker skins. So for example, in the USA, every single SPF when it's tested is, has, well, I mean, they may have changed it recently, but up until last year it was tested on Caucasian skin,
1: mm-hmm.
3: which is mind blowing to me,
1: mm-hmm. mind blowing,
3: especially because most of the popular SPFs in the States a mineral SPF. So they're either zinc or titanium dioxide, which are the ones that leave a darker skin the looking gas. like a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, East Asia, everything's tested on white skin, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, France, all the French brands, they test on white skin. So when I sort of do consulting gigs and things like that, which I had done a couple early last year, just before lockdown happened. And one of my questions was, okay, so when you the testing that you're talking about, what colour skin was it done on? And he just said Caucasian. I wasn't even embarrassed about it. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Perhaps not best practice. Um, But I think there's certain issues with things like hydroquinone, you know, that EU, you can't really get that without a prescription over here now. So uh, it depends on the person and how, sort of what they're suffering with, whether it is HPE or... I'm always wary of giving sort of solid advice when it comes to things like pigmentation and lasering because everyone's skin is different and everyone's skin reacts differently to those treatments Mm -hmm. but in general in general it is a fallacy that darker skins can't take laser they certainly the kind of IPL machine that I use I mean they you know they've said I'm not even sure that we should be using this on you which again Mm -hmm. sort of shows that the the whole industry and system is built around white skin so when something like the YAG laser comes comes around, and people like Deejah step forward and like, "I'll treat you, come and see me, I'll sort your face out," that's why they're you know hugely popular. You know it's impossible to get an appointment with Deja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gotta know who to go to.
3: I can't wait to
2: get back to my facialist soon.
0: All right. Well, we're getting ready to wrap it up. Just a couple more questions. So let's talk about the eye area. You Mm -hmm. probably get asked about this all the time, an eye cream that really works for aging eyes.
3: I love an eye cream. I think it depends on what your concern is and if you have Mm -hmm. reasonable expectations. So an eye cream will definitely soften and moisturize and smooth out fine lines, but it will always be temporary, you know. Mm -hmm. Although you can get some that will say, oh, but we contain retinoids. The fact of the matter is muscle contraction around the eye, unless you're bringing in a needle. Mm -hmm. And again, when I say this, by the way, I'm not advocating it. I'm just trying to sort of say, don't be bought into the hype. Unless you're bringing in a needle, you are limited into what you will get. I love things like my most used eye cream last year, I think was Sunday Riley's autocorrect. Because you get the instant gratification. It's, It's very aptly named, you know, It has a little bit of like light reflective particles in it. So it immediately helps when you look dark and like you're you're knackered (laughs) and it does hydrate. But obviously when the cream wears off, the effect wears off, you know, it's, it's the eye area is so difficult because you've got lines, you've got puffiness, you've got crepiness, you've got dark circles. There's not another area on the face that we ask one product to target all Mm -hmm. of those things simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. So that's one. That's one that we can maybe look out for.
3: And there are are others like Dr. Jart. Can you get Dr. Jart? Yeah. Yeah. So the Dr. Jart Ceramidin eye cream is lovely. Mm. It's the yellow and white one. Nice and hydrating, simple, not extortionately expensive. Just remember when you're putting it on, put it all around the orbital bone and take it out to sort of almost towards your temple. Because if you think about when you smile, that's where the lines are. They're not, everyone Mm. focuses their eye cream on the inner corner. That's not where we have lines, people. That's where we can right, yeah. get, you know, hollow and dark for sure. But if lines are your concern, then make sure you're doing the outer corners of your eye first. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm.
2: You also coined the phrase hashtag take it to the tits, which is a commandment about taking your skincare to your bust line.
3: Well, down your neck at least, you know, like your face yeah. doesn't end at your chin.
2: Yeah. yeah. So do you think neck creams and treatments for the neck area are
3: worth it or they're bullshit or do you have one you love? What's your take? Creams, no. Mm-hmm. I haven't found a cream or a serum that will lift my chin and my got proper tech neck. You know, I mean I spend <laughs> my life looking down like this. But things like radio frequency, yes. I've had all mm-hmm. therapy. I'm still kind of waiting to see what I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But radio frequency I think is a good treatment. And the hotter you can get it the better. I mean don't burn yourselves. Obviously you'll be with a professional. Mm-hmm. That can certainly get a good result. But for me, I'm very limited in what I'm willing to do in terms of being in a professional treatment room. I don't want anything invasive like threads. I don't yeah. want surgery. I mean, I've got to get my eyes done again, but that's because my tear ducts pop. I have lacrimal gland prolapses and it's like so irritating because it obstructs my vision. So I will get my upper eyes done again. I had them done once and they both prolapsed again, which is really helpful. Oh, wow. So I will get them. I'll get them done again, but I keep putting it off because I'm actually scared of going under the knife because I just, as you get older, you're not quite so haphazard, you know, now I'm Mm -hmm. like, right, for me to go under the knife is actually major surgery,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: you know, under a general anesthetic. So it's it's kind of like weird, like the older I get, I I get a bit more aware of like, I need to wake up from this, which is really Mm -hmm. silly, but you know, I'm definitely not haphazard. Like I can safely say I will never have a facelift ever, but that's just me. Like I don't mind getting older. I just want to have like fluffy, puffy, smooth skin as long as I can. And then when Mm -hmm. I can't do it between, you know, aesthetic treatments and creams and serums, then that's fine. I'll just look Mm -hmm. how I look.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have a question. Does the term
3: anti-aging, does that bother you in beauty Uh, and marketing? It it does because I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-aging. You know, I think we have to we have to sort of change the language, but the problem is when you, because it's so much a part of our urban dictionary now, when you say anti-aging, mm-hmm. everyone knows what you mean. That's so it. I, I kind of prefer like healthy skin and I try mm-hmm. and talk about skin health as opposed to anti-aging because mm-hmm. just saying it is annoying, especially as I'm, I mean, I'm 52 in July and I'm a grandmother, you know, mm-hmm. the arrogance of use, youth, especially youthful marketing teams really pisses me off. You know, don't try and sell me a cream for my age group, but make, as Dior did, Cara Delevingne, the model. I'm like, I literally could have given birth to her. Yeah. What you, do you, think I'm, do you think I'm stupid? Like, do you think, uh, how do you think this works? Do you think that older women look at it and go, oh, if I use that cream, I'm going to look like Cara Delevingne. Bollocks. Yeah. You know, if you're marketing a cream to an older woman, number one, we're the biggest market. Generation X, it's us bitches. Like we are the biggest mm-hmm. market. So all these brands that don't want to, they always want to chase the younger dollar. I'm like, well, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. And you're you know, you can't talk to an older woman like she's a moron. That does not fly with me. I will be the first to call you out. Yeah. You know, as much as I'm trying to behave myself online, certain things really piss me off. <laughs> you know, certain things. We need things, a um, new term. We need a yeah, new term. Like,
0: it's hard to come up with though. Yeah, it's, it's just
3: like, you know, if you're promoting healthy skin, like if you're promoting the good health of your skin, like skin longevity, anything like that is fine. But anti mm-hmm. is like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And what do you think is the biggest scam out there that's targeting aging? or something you've heard recently that like pissed you off and you were like hovering over the keyboard. You wanted to say something, but you just maybe didn't.
3: Oh, I probably did. It. <laughs> um, well, most recently we've had Gwyneth and her non-application of SPF. Uh-huh. Absolute tool. And yeah, blue light is, a, is irritating. Like selling people a blue light mist as if that's going to save them and Jesus is coming down from heaven to protect them. Calm down, you know, mm-hmm. just use your SPF. It's the same thing. It's literally the yeah. same thing. They've just added something else to the list, you know. Mm-hmm. They've added something to, else to the list that SPF does already. So yeah, I think it's it's difficult because I I just don't like people being given misinformation. Yeah. To make a sale, mm-hmm. like I know I know it's a business. I'm not naive. I know people have to make shareholders happy, but I I just like anything clean is an instant red mm-hmm. flag. Red flag yeah. to a raging menopausal bull. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. like honestly, just and invariably, I will either delete it if it's an email or just put it straight into the charity box. Because if yeah. the first, like, can we for 2021 going into 2022 can we please start telling the consumer what is in your effing product rather than what is not? Mm-hmm. If the if I open your website and the first eight things I read are free from parabens, free from phthalates, free from pegs, you're telling me nothing, and how they don't get this, I don't know you are telling me nothing about what your product will do for me. Mm-hmm. All you're telling me is that things I don't even understand what they do are not in your product. And I made a joke a while ago that's stuck in the office. It's like akin to saying there are no carrots in this yogurt. Half of the things they talk about wouldn't be in that product anyway. It contains no formaldehyde. When did we last yeah. use a face cream with formaldehyde in it? <laughs> Get a grip. You know, so free from and negative marketing is probably my biggest bugbear. Yeah, yeah. trying to make women feel bad about themselves. People, yes. but specifically trying to make women feel bad for aging, having the audacity to age, mm-hmm. you know, and selling them a lie. Don't sell them a lie.
1: Terrible. You am gonna